This is Seven Sports. Hello and welcome to another edition of In the Spotlight with me, Ryan Butler, here on Seven Sport. Episode 8, my lucky number, number 8. Um, saved uh, an interesting man for this particular episode. It's a man who strikes fear into my heart every time I see him. The intensity on a match day, you know, his rough, rugged tone of voice as well. It's former Forest Green, Gloucester City man, and now Long Levens joint manager, Tommy Cannonan. So what was football like um, when you were, were growing up? What was your first sort of memory in football? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't really get into it until, until you know, later on in my, in my late teens, really. 14, 15, I just started kicking the ball away with the youth teams and then and then uh, I ended up playing on a Sunday morning. So what was life like for yourself, obviously, growing up at, at that time? Obviously, you, for, for kids nowadays, you know, the exposure to football is, you know, football's everywhere, it's so accessible. No, was it limited? Back in the day, but it was a few years ago, mind, so <laughs> um, it, it was, you know, it, you had Cheltenham Town. That's that, that's what it was. Everyone went to, to watch Cheltenham Town and stood around the terraces. If you, you know, if you could afford to get in, some some people couldn't afford to get in. And I was one of those, unfortunately. So we just tried sneaking through the back gates, being a warden boy and all that. So, so even though um, you weren't weren't playing, sort of, were you still able to to watch and be exposed to football? Uh, yeah, yeah. You just you just have a kick about in the park. Be, honestly, it's proper old school. It's proper. Jumpers for goalposts. I don't know anybody feels that's not the case at all. But that's just what it was. You went over the park. You you, you played football, and all of a sudden you'd have like eight players there, eight lads there, and then you'd have ten, and you'd have fourteen, and then you get a game going. Sort of thing. It was that's the way it was. There was no. Uh, but I didn't have. I didn't have anything to do with it. And and obviously, when you first started playing um, for a yeah. team, what what sort of age were you at that time? any youth football at all so uh, I was playing uh, a local team called Stretton United we were very blessed mind you Stretton United we had the likes of uh, Guy Whittingham and Steve Cottrell and Michael Reardon and Jerry Odom and Jerry O'Connell some, some very very well so obviously playing you know as part of a team um, for first for first time really um, was it different for you? Did you have to adapt to, to playing at a competitive level? Yeah, absolutely. I was. I was um, when I did start playing. I, I went to Chatham Saracens. Uh, went to Bishop's Cable, the local team, sort of thing. And, and uh, uh, it, it was. It was. It was very, very difficult. And I fancied myself as a centre forward. So you know, I went off crashing into people, getting my, getting a few goals here and a few goals there, and. Doing, doing quite well and then and then I had an opportunity through Brian Godfrey playing up playing down at the Bentham remember the Bentham centre yeah. I was playing down there I was, at, I was playing by side down there and Brian Godfrey come down to speak to Mark Buckland the uh, ex-pro at Wolves and whatnot, and, and uh, he, he just watched the game he, uh, he said I'll take him as well and I went, went and done some training with Gosser and, and Brian and went from there so obviously it's a, it's a lot different nowadays obviously with you know how every team sort of got their scouting network and oh, people will know things. So it was just a chance that you just happened to be playing at the time that he was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was playing five a side, kind of Bentham. And who? Playing five a side. 
And when you were, were growing up and you know playing those five sides, what what players did you look to aspire to be like? Um, well, I, <laughs> I used to watch when I, when I when I could sneak in to get into the Chatham Town. There, there was a few old boys playing down there. The likes of Dave Lewis and and you know you, you thought they were they were the bees knees because they were scoring goals every week. And it was, I didn't really have a. Didn't really have a, a set player to set, so I just wanted to do. But I, I didn't. I didn't take football seriously until I was, you know, in my twenties. So I didn't. Like I said, I played for Cleve and stuff, and and Chatham Saracens when when I was a bit younger. But uh, I think I was, you know, twenty two, twenty three until and before before I went off and played for Gloucester and such. So it's a bit different, you know. I didn't just have to just. So when you obviously got to to, to playing men's football at that age, you know, yeah. did you did you enjoy it? Uh, if you weren't taking it as seriously, potentially sort of growing uh, up, or yeah, it was, it was a culture shock because it trained twice a week, you know. But you used to train twice a week and a game on Saturday and maybe a game on Tuesday. And I fancy myself as a centre forward, like I said, and, and all of a sudden I'm going on to play centre midfield and I'm looking at Brian Goff on centre forward. Well, go on and play centre midfield, and I thought, well, what <laughs> So I went off, and I went on, and I obviously done okay. I done all right. So I was, I was uh, quite competitive uh, and quite hard working in my game. And being a, a Warden boy, obviously, you said going to, you know, trying yeah. to sneak into towards Cheltenham. You know, when you were playing at Gloucester, was there still that element of rivalry there? With Cheltenham, yeah, yeah. I played against Cheltenham numerous times. I played for in the reserves for them, you know, and for Cheltenham, and then, and then playing, playing against them was always special. And when when you're when you was at well, I was at Forest Green and Gloucester City, and I used to walk down a Walton Road, and then and then go in and play play against Cheltenham and walk home back up the Walton Road to come home. So it was quite you know quite surreal, really. Did it make the wins sweeter? Yeah, also also made the losses hurt a little bit as well, mate. They were they were they were you know they were they were. Obviously, big local derbies, Cheltenham, Gloucester, and Cheltenham, Forest Green, Forest Green, Gloucester. I've, I've been involved in all of them, and you know they, they were they were tough encounters. Cheltenham were very, very well followed as well. And, and obviously, by the time you were you were sort of playing at that sort of level, we, we're probably talking what sort of eighties uh, and nineties at that point. How 90s, yeah. how different is uh, how different is it? Today compared to what it was back then. Well, the the, the 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 standards, the standards, and the fitness, and 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 you know all, all the all the modern equipment they've got, and that, that the academies, you know, I, I've coached at Cheltenham and I've coached at Forest Green in the academy setup, and and Swindon, I've coached it in the academy setup, and and the facilities and and you know the the, like I said, the equipment they got is is remarkable. Everything everything set up for the kids now. But the only the only problem I find is that is, is is the jump is too too big or the step is too big from academy football to men's football. If you know what I mean, I think that's where a load of the a load of the academy boys. But I mean, they're, they're trying to they're trying to fix it now to get the first and second years scholars out on loan to to men like and we had a couple of long levels, didn't we, from mm. from Forest Green and so they, they you know they are trying they are, they are trying to. to Fix that step, or you know, make the gap a little bit smaller. But it's it's totally different now. The technique, technically, ability, some of the boys have got, and 
looks at it, it's all set up for them. Everything, everything's set up. It's, it's football, football, football focus, and it's not that. It's, it's your diet, and it's your, you know, you, are you get, are you getting a right amount of vitamins? It's everything. Everything's nutrition's and everything's spot on. Is that? Would you put that down to? Well, what I'm trying to say here at this point is, you know, you're quite an old school man in terms of the the standards that you set and, and you know there are people in the Gloucestershire football that are like that as well is that a generational difference in sort of goes hand in hand with you know making it so serious and having it so easy in some respects for the youngsters nowadays I think I think it's, it's what what you what you um, took on when you when you were a player well, I took on when I was playing in fact I, you know I, I played under and Godfrey, um, who who uh, was very very technical, and, but 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 obviously a winner. And then and, I, and then I played up with John Murphy for Shorts Valley, who wanted to be the fittest, the fittest there. Well, you know, and then and then Frank Regan took it to to a different level again by you know his recruitment and his his, his way around things were, were totally different again. So you just you try and take on little bits of bits of the, the managers you played under. And you think, crikey, you know, and to be quite honest, the, the, man, the manager I've learned as much off as, as anybody else was, was Mark, Mark Moore. And he's, he's only, what is he, 35, 34? I was doing him a bit injustice there, maybe, but I, I, I learned more off, or as much off him as I did off the others, and I was only within a short space of time. And what would you put that down to? Would you just put that down to him as an individual? Yeah, I think so. It's the way the way he spoke to players, the way, the way he... Um, he knew his players. Obviously, he's been he's been with, the, with that group of players for a long time, and and I like took a step back. Last, you know, I, like you said, I, I was a bit old school and a little bit wow. That's you know, that's you take your ass off to that, and it's not just him. Spoiler does it now. Spoiler's just to carry on with, with, with Spoiler and you know, what he brings to the club, and you know, what, what they achieve with with no budget whatsoever is is phenomenal. It's absolutely remarkable. The club, the standard they're playing in, I'd say they're probably punching. Punching above their weight and the standard playing in, but not not with ability wise. It's just as a club with with no money and no budget, and then and then the season they had last season was was phenomenal, and that's down to like I said, Spider, Daryl and Casey, Tim who does does all the groundwork, and the boys who do the bar for nothing, and Steve and your Lloyd is Cavs are second team manager. That's a knock on effect because any time you go in at Long Levens <laughs> club, there's you know twenty thirty. People in there, you know, wanting the club to do well. It's, like I said, it's, it's credit to all of them. And, and the people like Jody, I've got nothing but respect for Jody, and, and, and Reedy's there. I really would know more than, because he, he had to go at Hardwick with no money. He knows he knows what it's like to, to play with no money, no budget, but but Jody's got a budget affair for that. I don't care what it is. You know, good luck to him. I wish him all the best. But to achieve what we achieved last year, with no budget, is is quite remarkable. No, I completely uh, agree with that. And, and obviously, when you came in to the scene at Long Levens, was it a case of, you know, did Mark Moore have to pitch the idea of bringing you in, or, or yeah, how did he sell I, it to I, you? I, yeah, I, 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 uh, I, I was done. To be fair, I was thinking, oh, I'm gonna have a, let the boys go and play now, and then I'm gonna just pick and choose what games we're going to watch and put around, and I, I, I lost, I lost the mojo a little bit for. for the football, you know, mm. uh, and Mark asked me to come along. Um, I was sat, <coughs> I, think I was dropping Tommy off at training or something, or he'd, he'd approached Tommy to go along, and um, 
And he said, why don't you get involved? You're sat in a car anyway, but, you know, while we're training or whatnot, and we had a chat. And, uh, it, I, I, I got my mojo back, to be honest with you, with Long Levens, and that's because of everybody else, like I've already mentioned in the background. It's it's, it's like, you know, it's, it's the, the clubs, the club, what they're achieving is, is phenomenal. I mean, I look sad. It's of missing people out. You're missing your Ash Bakers and your and your Walshes and your Nevilles and your Bills. There's the buy. You're missing people out all the time. We work so hard for the club. What they're achieving, it's 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 beyond, honestly. And you, as an individual, sort of, where would you, you know, how much of the love do you have back? Are you completely, you know, solely focused on football or, or is the hunger yeah, back? Long, long, yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, Long, long Levens is in the top two. I've had a lot of clubs. And they're in the top two, so, so you know I, 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 I enjoy going to football on a Saturday. I enjoy going to football on a, on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, whatever day we're playing. It's you know, and, and if I can help help the, the, the good set of lads that are there now, great. You know, and I, I, I think I'm forever badgering Spider and Daryl and Casey Bendon here. How are we going to keep these boys in? Because they're they're all. You know, I, I, I watch quite a lot of football, and uh, these boys can play. You know, you, the majority of the boys can go play up the league at least. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking, hey, how are you going to keep them? But every year, you know, another year, and everyone's everyone's turned up again. And Ryan Dunn, I think Ryan's like 35, Ryan. I think he might be older than that, 36. He's put he's putting stuff on the on the social media on the Low Levels chat. He's he's run 13 miles in an hour and a half. <laughs> so. You know what I mean? Some of these pieces are out at seven and a half, seven and a half minute miles or something like that. It's, it's ridiculous. And, and they'll all be there training. They'll all be there training this, you know, and they've got a great bunch. They've got a great bunch of players. Young young lads, a couple of older boys, sort of say, Ryan, Ryan's been very important. I know he wanted to step back a little bit last year, yeah. but he was he was, he was needed. So he come in and, and done exactly you know, what was required of him. But the, the, the mix of players they got, I, 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 like I said, turn around the spoilers. And how are you going to keep this like that? There's no way they're all coming back to pre-season training, and, and <laughs> he, he he assures me that they all are. So, well, they're all in it together down at Long, Long Levens, aren't they? And, and that's sort of the the ethic that's been installed within the club. Yeah, absolutely. And I was saying that's that's, that's down to the guys, the guys in, the, in the background. That's that's you know what they got down there. It's it's, it's right up there. Like I said, it's it's in the top two. So you say Long Levens in the top two. Who else is in the, the top two there with them? <laughs> uh, Forest Green would be up there for me. I had, I had some great days at Forest Green. I had some great, great experiences at Forest Green with, 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 the, with the, the great he loved, late, good Trev, Trev Orsley. He, he, you know, I, went, I went to Forest Green ground in mind after, after a spell at and, and they were third from bottom in the... I think it was uh, League One of the Southern League or Division or the West Division or whatever it was. We were third from bottom and then, and then they put Frank Gregan in and the following season we were sixth from bottom and then the following season we, we kind of won it sort of thing and then gone up to the Southern Prem and won that straight straight off the bat and you're thinking crazy. Yeah, you know, it's that old label and that, you know, the little club on the hill. And we went to, there's no, there's no way we were going to win the league that little club on the hill sort of thing and as someone who's not from from the county originally, you know, you don't really hear too much about Forest Green growing up. Um, in particular, 
um, when I first started getting into football. What was yeah. the club like back then compared to you know what it is now? Obviously, wow. it's so it's, vegan it's, and, and totally, it's so green yeah. and everything. But totally, totally different. We used to, uh, makes me makes me feel Asian and makes me sound Asian. But we used to train um, under the stand of the old pitch of the old ground under the stand and play three v three because we had nowhere to train because it was the pit, you we'd have messed the pitch up and the pitch wasn't the best anyway sort of thing. I mean, the dressing rooms were freezing cold. The showers were. were would, you know, dribble out the warm water for about five minutes, and then it would go cold. It, it, honestly, and, and the place now is like it's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Do you little club out in the corner? Brilliant. Does it fill you with pride that you know you were a part of the club's history that it's yeah, now absolutely. got to the level it's at? Absolutely. And like I said, they, they've taken it on you know, to another two or three levels since. I mean, they, they, you know, you, you've got your, your, your Mr. Vince and and. and Coops, who's running the team, they've taken it all again, and they've got nothing but um, high hopes for the club and, and, and dreams and ambitions, which is great. So, you know, good for them. Long, long may it continue. And you mentioned uh, Trevor Horsley there, who uh, unfortunately passed away. What was he like um, as a chairman when you were there? Was he hands on? Uh, he, as a, yeah, he'd, he'd be out, he'd be out painting the stand. Trev, he'd be out painting the stand. He'd be, he'd be making sure one of the we had player called Rob Cook. He was local. He lived in Forest Green, and he'd, he'd be cutting the grass and you know doing employed by the club to, to do errands and all sorts. It, it, he, he was a legend, top top man, Trev, top man. And, and he, if he told you, he'd only tell you once. You know, it, mm. if, that's what, if that's what you're getting, that's what you're getting. <laughs> and that's, you know, and if that's what we're doing, that's what we're doing. If we're stopping. For a pre-match, we're stopping. If we're not, we're not. If we're stopping on the way home, you know, he's one of them. He's absolutely top man. I wouldn't cross him. You wouldn't cross Big Trev. You'd be a fool to cross Big Trev. Now, you mentioned earlier about, you know, places where, you, where you've coached. Um, doing a bit of research about yourself, just to sort of find out a bit more about you, really. Um, I can see that you, you know, were player manager at Cinderford um, in 2003. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, you were coach and, and ended up being manager at uh, Gloucester City as well you yeah. know how hard or, or easy did you find the, the transition to become a, a manager of a, a men's team like that um, it's, it was, I was because I was a senior player of the team it, it was like handed to me you know whatever happened with, with the manager before but it, it was handed to me I said okay then you, you know you, 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 take, you take the training and so it, it, was, it was it fell upon me if you know what I mean um, and when I was in charge of Gloucester, we had we had the floods, and it was it was really bad. And you just started to get a team together, and, and then they couldn't be paid for obvious reasons. There was no income, and so you, you know, I'll chuck I'll chuck boys in the team. Tommy Webb, I'll chuck in the team. Lee Smith, I'll chuck in the team. Jimmy Cox, you know, he, all these boys went on and played lots of games for Gloucester City. He was a Will Steadman, you know, it's just this. It was great. For, it was a great opportunity to be a local player, to, because because you know you you had to you had to come and play for for your local team. You, you know you, you lost the team, so it it was a great opportunity for some of these. When Neil Griffiths played played a lot of games, he, he played as a fifteen, sixteen year old lad. So it, you know they they all went on and done very 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 well. So you know good for them. It was, it was a great club, Sinnerford as well. Great, fantastic club. Um, but I, I did, you know, I, I'm, 
I had a taste of it and I was managed to find screen and from 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 doing that and being very, very successful to going to to Costa and um, having troubles with with the no fault on the floods and, and the finance and what and whatnot and then it, it, it was a it was a tough ask. It was a tough ask. Did you some good come out of it? Was was it almost a gamble from from your perspective to, you know, take that that job on initially? Obviously, they were yeah were struggling yeah, in the I, league. Yeah, I, of course it was. I, I I was yeah, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to not do it. And for, for reasons being that, who else was going to do it? Who, nobody else was going to go in and step step in there at, at those times. Anybody, you know, anybody would have, would have thought you were mad to go go and take a job like that at, at that time. A, and I didn't want to. I, I just wanted to do my best, and I wanted to do well for everybody and all the young lads that were coming in and playing. So that's what I've done. Would you change anything about that that period at all, if you could? Um, yeah, I'd have, I'd have put the ground six foot higher so you could get it across. It's it's learning curve, isn't it? It's live and learn, isn't it? Yeah. you know. It's it's, um, it's no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Obviously, I don't have been more successful, but but with the resources, just as we were getting getting a bit of a team together, you know, we had financial problems, and that's, you can't do anything about that. I know, you know, people people have invested a lot of money in Gloucester City. And I know they have, and and I, I appreciated everything you know that they could give us when they could give it us. Supporters as well work so hard tirelessly, Gloucester City supporters for their club. Mm. You know, and they're due to grind back. Even we work tirelessly hard and put in lots of money for the club as well. You know, I know that. And so it's make sure they got their grind back and up and running, and, and you know, see where they go. Now I'm looking at sort of the the, the biography, as it were, as, as, of your time at sea. Um, yeah, I didn't know that at the time when when you. Joined them in in ninety eight. It was under Leroy Rossini. What? Yeah, Leroy. He's asked me. I, I, I'd, uh, I, Forest Green were playing in the conference. We got up into the conference yep. and they were doing well. And, and and Frank, being Frank, was was bringing in lots of new blood because that's that's what he believed in, and that's what you know, and that's one of the reasons why he was so so successful. I wasn't quite fitting into his jigsaw. I think I was thirty one, thirty two, or whatever. And, I'd still thought I had a few legs, a few miles still left in my legs, but you know the, the standards were, were good. Um, so we we come to a, you know a mutual agreement that I could go off and have a few games. And Leroy was the first on the phone, so uh, I went I went back to Gloucester. Was it an easy decision for you to make? Yeah, yeah. There was there were some good boys there. There were some good boys at Gloucester. Chrissy Burns was at Gloucester. He's, he's, a, he's a real good friend of mine, and you know obviously a talent. And and it, it was it was a no brainer. It was a no brainer. You then went and, and became um Brian Hughes' assistant manager. You know, yeah. what was it like to, to work with him? Yeah, he's top top man. He's top man. He he, he knows he knows his own he knows what he's doing. He was very very technically very, very good player. Um but and and, and probably too nice, mm. if you know what I mean. He he, he was he was probably I'm not putting the man down in any way whatsoever, but he's, he's such a nice man. You know, he, sometimes you can't be. And then following, obviously, leaving C, um, again, here it's got, you know, you had spells at Clevedon, um, Swindon Supermarine, 
uh, Slimbridge, yeah. Chippenham, and a couple of others. And obviously, as we mentioned, the the spell at, at Cinderford as well. Yeah. Did you struggle to to find a, a home, as it were, in the, in the later yeah. years when you were playing? Yeah, after after I struggled to settle after after Forest Green, and then I went to Gloucester, and 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 after the Gloucester thing, I I looked, you know, I, I struggled to settle there. To be honest with you, that's probably a fair assumption. I did, um, but the the phone was always always going for mm. for a game sort of thing, so. I thought, why not? While, while it's still going, I'd still go and play. But I did, you're right, yeah, that's a, that's a fair assumption, definitely. Do you think that that's sort of potentially where the, you mentioned at the top of the, the, the interview that you know you fell out of love with football, do you think that the fact that you couldn't settle anywhere has sort of started that, um, you know, falling out of love with football? Yeah, possibly. Possibly. It's, 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 it's quite possibly linked where, where you know, it's, it's, it's tough though. It's tough where you've always You've always been involved in. You've always been, you know, at the heart of things. And yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think it's definitely linked. And then I lost, lost, lost my way a little bit with. Oh, you know, couldn't be bothered. And then, then I, you know, wouldn't turn up for for a training session, or wouldn't turn up. But work would come up, whereas work would normally not come up for a training session. Do you know what I mean? It was, mm. it was one of them. Trying to trying to make excuses, not not to to go and do a training session or whatever and that, that's not that, that that's not me to even hear you say that and obviously knowing you like I have done sort of in the last couple of years yeah it's a shock to hear you say that and, yeah. and, and would you say that your experiences um, you know if you try to to help your sons Tommy Jr and, and George to avoid doing that or is it up to them to make their, no, their they, own they mistakes they go along they they do they do you know they're they're of age where they can do whatever they want they're both they're both totally different players with totally different you know aspects of the game what they can offer what they can offer and you know I will support them where you know wherever I can and however I can but they they make their own decisions now I've I've sat down with 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 them both and George now is just he's football now isn't he? It's match football all the way. So George, George is, uh, well, you know, George. He, he he played twice a day if he could, and sometimes he has. Like he, he uh, well, he has, up, yeah. he's gone off and played for Sirens yeah. after his college, and then gone and played for Slimbridge or come and played for come and played for uh, Long Evans. I said, yeah, that's that's, but that's that's what he, you know, that's that's George. That's what he is. And Tom is Tom is uh, just as keen, but but he's not as. He's he, Tommy would play twice a day, no problems at all. But he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't push it like George, you know. Well, Tommy's more suited to the to the five side. We we know sort of in the last sort of twelve months or so that they're they're big. The, the youngsters nowadays on their five sides on a Monday night. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. do you think that potentially the two of them have have had a little bit more added pressure potentially because of? I don't of know. Who I, think, I think they. I, I think yeah. I think they probably had some. Un- Unwanted pressure as well. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're pressure been put on them, and you know, because I've been around, and I know that's been a case on, on, a, on an occasion where they, you know, some something's not gone for them, and maybe because I was I was around, and I've, you know, I've sat and spoke with my wife about it. I said, well, I'm going to come away because these two boys need to get on, get on, and do, do whatever they can. But it's, it's down to them, not it's nothing to do with me. 
the question though that that you know everyone will be be tuning in listening to to find out you know who who out of the two of them would you say is the the better player <laughs> you're not going to make me answer that are you it's the setup the got, setup was here for this got different, they both got different attributes Tommy's Tommy's ridiculously gifted technically um, and George George is so enthusiastic for the game and they're, they're totally different players what, what, what I find with the, the two of them is they're both very eager to, to learn uh, obviously whilst they're they're playing yeah. the game and, and obviously in training yeah. is that something you've tried to install in them or has that come naturally you've got, you've got, yeah, if you don't if you don't, if you don't yeah, you've, got, you've got to listen and learn haven't you that's, that's, that's for any any manager or any coach will tell you that if you don't listen if you're not you, you'll frustrate people but most of the kids these days will will listen to you and, and, then, and then it's a, a case of whether they can on the, on the, on the pitch you know, it's they, they, they're back back to the boys, all the young lads at, at Long Levens. They 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 they're a great bunch. They're a great bunch. They're, they're, you know, you haven't, you haven't got a you haven't got a bad egg in there. If you know what I mean? And, and like I said, the mix, the mix of the talents you've got is 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 ridiculous. Mm. And, and obviously, the, the 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 pair of them, obviously playing for for the same team. Um, in at Long Levens, you know, it, does that make you even more proud that you know that they're both doing it together, but yet separately in in equal measure because they are so different in the way they play. Yeah, it's it's, it's very proud. It's very it's very proud to go and watch them play. You know, I go and watch Tommy play for the side, and then I go and watch George play for Cambridge under 18s and and then to see them both play together for for Long Levens. It's, yeah, of course, of course, I'm very proud that. I'm very proud of that. And you mentioned your your wife earlier on, you know. Yeah, yeah. Long no, Levens. Big, big connection. Yeah, big connection at Long Levens. My my uh, my family because um, my wife's dad used to manage Long Levens, Bobby Etheridge, and he and he, he managed and he managed Gloucester City, and he played for Cheltenham Town, mm. and he played for Gloucester City, uh, and my my nephew was was. Uh, in the youth, in the youth sex, put long levens and went on and played, played in the professional game for a long time. So you know, there's a connection. And how important is the the support of the the family being for for yourself, oh, both as a player yeah, and a coach? It's 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 a no brainer. They 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 support me. I my, my girls come as well. Both my girls come and watch watch the boys play football. And I used to come and my wife's there every game she can and. My wife's sister's there, my sister's there, so it's a, it's a big family thing, and they, they, they come, they're very they're very close and they're very very supportive. So that's massive for for us and our family. I was going to say, do you do you think that you know it, it makes it easier for you uh, potentially? You know, when times were were tough, obviously throughout yeah. your career, does it have the fact that you have a, a strong family to to fall back on and support you? Does that ben- benefit you going forward? One hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's, it's you know there's there's always there's always a, a voice in the family and there's always always a positive comment in the family. You know things aren't going so well or things have had some, one of them one of us have, have had a bad day at the office or you know we haven't done particularly well as, as good as we should have or there's always there's always there's always encouraging encouraging voice to to push you on put your right and push you on your way sort of thing and get you get you going again, which is which is you, you've got to have. You've got to 
Now you mentioned obviously uh, a couple of times in regards to you know having the the love back for for football at the moment, and as well as um, you know joint manager at Long Levens, you also help out with with Slimbridge under 18s as well. Um, yeah. You know what 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 made you sort of get involved with with Slimbridge? Um, because because I was sat in the car because George George was unable to drive and, and so I was taking George to training and taking him and me, me and my wife and my daughter would go and watch the games at Slimbridge and and Adam Adam is very good as well by the way you know, you know very good mm. at his coaching role he he he, uh, he said well, why don't why don't you get involved why don't you get involved and I thought oh, okay well, you know I was sat in the car anyway but while the training session was going on I was going off on a bike ride I was going. Whatever, and he said, "Well, why don't you get involved?" And I thought about it, and it's yeah, it's, it's worked very well. So the, well. The, the common theme here, then, that I'm getting is that if if anyone wants to get Tommy Callan to do anything for them, just got to get him set in the car and then take advantage of it there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that any, anymore. I think I'm busy enough. I think uh, I looked at things spoiled. I might have something to say about that, but uh, um, no, uh, it's. it's it was just a case of that. That's that's how it was. That's you know that's. How do, I, I how do the two it, sides compare though? Do you, do you sort of change your approach with the under 18s because they're you know younger yeah. and maybe need a bit more nurturing? Yeah, yeah, Adam, Adam. Yeah, I, I just I, I, I just sit on Adam's shoulder really with 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 the Slimbridge with the Slimbridge uh, 18s. He does he does all the you know he, he does all the important stuff. I'm just. I'm just there for to, to spite off every now and again if I think you know we could do something a bit better or, or something needs to be a bit solitary, and I'll just spite off to him and he'll and he'll and he'll you know, put it into action sort of thing. And it's pretty much the same at Long Levens with Spider. You know, tell Spider something or Daryl, Daryl something or Casey, and it will get because I don't want to want to be construed as a, as a grumpy old man at Long Levens, you know. <laughs> so. It works well. Works both 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 parties work well. Do you think that you know the when you do sort of your warm ups and you know the the way you approach a game day, for example, as yeah. we said earlier on, you know it is quite old school. It's quite you know you need to be focused. You need to be switched on from from the very beginning. With the way that the modern day footballer is, yeah. is it? easier to potentially you know fall out with players because your mentality is different to potentially what they're used to well possibly possibly but like I said at, at the minute the good the good thing about about long, the boys at Long Levens I've had probably five six seven of them I've coached them uh, um, coming through the academy status as well you know mm. the Will Embrys your, you know, your Canes your Ollies your Tommies your Come with it, and, you know. People all that. They, they, I've had them somewhere along the line in the academy, academy status. Mm. So they know they know a little bit how I how I uh, do things and what I'm expect what I expect of, of players. And, and I think it took a little while for the long levels boys to, to to grasp. You know, we do things that are, we train at a high intensity. Because that's how we like to play, sort of. They can took them a little while, but you know, I think I think they're getting the benefits. But that's not just me. That's that's down to to the other boys as well. Cases cases are a winner, isn't he? He's, he's Daryl. Daryl is exactly the same. There's always,
might seem quite a lot of voices, but there's always a good point from somebody. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, there has been an occasion where even I've chimed in with a, a few choice words, you know. Yeah, we, it is a team effort. We've got to make sure that the, the Gloucester sides are doing their bit. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, that's why it's a disappointment when, when we don't put on a good performance because it's, it's, it's the consistency. You know, it's the 7 out of 10 every week and the odd 8 out of 10 from players and occasionally a 9 out of 10 rather than, than, than dip into a 4 or 5 out of 10. You, that, that, that's where you've got to try and find your consistency. But... The boys, the boys were fantastic last year, and and you know the boys, the management showed as well. Were, were fantastic. They they worked very very hard. And, and coming back to a little bit to, to you as a player, comparing it to, to sort of now, obviously yeah. the Hellenic League and is, is a level where you know sim bins are in force. Yeah. Do you, would you have struggled yeah. as that with that as a player? No, I was I was a, I was a flair player, absolute quality, <laughs> not a chance. Not a chance. I knew you knew you knew. You get you got you get a tackle. You got one tackle, and then you knew you're on you're on your title. And that's still the same now. Just that I didn't. You know, I, I used to rant at the players rather than referee. To be honest, but maybe maybe there's a couple of referees that tell you differently. But I used to I used to rant my frustration frustrations on my teammates where they weren't. I didn't think they were pulling pulling their weights, but. And that comes back to, as we said, about the standard that you have um, as a player and, and you've carried that on as a, as a, as a coach. Well, you, um, well I, I think there's a, as an old saying, we say quite a lot in, in, in the long 11s restaurants, but the coaches don't, don't set the standards. We expect standards. Mm-hmm. So the, players, the players set the standards. So when, when they played a 7 out of 10 or an 8 out of 10, like they've done lots of times last season, why, why should we have to put up with a four or a five do you know what I mean out of ten so that, that's that's when the, the frustrations kick in and we know they can play seven out of ten easy and and comfortably so so it, it's like I said back, back to that consistency word that's that's what we're after I, I, I work hard I work harder when I was playing I think I had to work harder to get in the team because I wasn't as, as, as different as some of the other players so my work rate was was one of the one of the top ones of it. Now I've heard a, a, a story um, about yourself, and you know it, it's going to be one that we're going to it's going to be a myth buster we're going to solve right now. Now I've heard okay. a story that when you were at Gloucester, you were yeah. away to to Dulwich Hamlet, and uh, okay. a bat or or golf club or, or different people tell it differently. Um, yeah. You walked into a bar with one because, you know, someone had obviously riled you. Did that happen? What is there elements of truth to that? Uh, who's told you that? I, can, <laughs> who's told you I that? cannot reveal the sources live <laughs> on the interview. I'll tell, I'll tell you the proper story. Um, we were at Dulwich and Hamlet, and uh, there was a uh, the supporters were, were clashing outside, and my my sister who'd come to watch me play was on the supporters bus and it was all it was all kicking off outside um, and, uh, I was with the team and we we just got in the shower we just, we just got in the bar sort of thing and, um, and we, we, we'd heard we'd heard about the, the fracas that was going on outside and of course being concerned about it. and then, and then uh, it was pointed out that somebody from behind the bar had taken out a baseball bat taking it downstairs 
probably just went down and made sure it wasn't due to anybody. I made sure my sister was safe and some of the boys were safe. So it's an act of heroism. No, uh, yeah, uh, um, <laughs> or stupidity maybe. <laughs> So there we go. That's that's the truth that we we wanted to get. It's all about getting the truth and and getting from like that. But you know, you are quite a, an intense man, as we as we said in regards to you know when it comes to game day and things like that. Were there any clubs that you know you got you know extra up for when you were playing them, or, or didn't really take a fancy yeah, into? I never, I never, I never loved Boston. I used to play Boston. Steve Evans used to be in charge, you know, the, the Leeds and the Wasset Manager. Yeah. I, I wasn't keen on him at all. He had a little fallout in the, you know, just outside the dressing rooms um, at Gloucester. They beat, they beat us 3-2, I think, and they scored the last kick of the game. And I don't know whether it was a cup game or whatever, or a league game, but he was very, very... Uh, well, he wasn't, he wasn't a very nice man. So we had a, we had a few choice words and a... Um, Grabbing a throat, I think. <laughs> so was, Is him, him grabbing <laughs> you, or he's only five foot nothing. No chance. <laughs> it's a few choice words, but we were going after. So you know, I'm, I'm passionate about you know about what I do, and I just want it to be you know, the game played as well as it can be at the best standard for everybody. And well, I didn't. We, we just. Weren't fans of each other, I think. But I'm sure, I'm sure that's not the only person I've upset. Or, you know, it's, it's just the way it is. I don't mean to. It's just some passionate. Exactly, and that's what that's what it's all about. Obviously, to to you know enjoy yourself and, and get the love back for football like you have. Um, you know how we how we closed the interviews um, so far, and I'll ask you as well. How would you want people to remember you as a, a player looking back at your career? Hard but fair. Just simple as that. Fair. Yeah, hard but fair. I was hard. Yeah, I tackle hard, and but I didn't. I'd never, never would have any intent to hurt anybody. I might have hurt a couple of people, but not with any intent. And if there's if there's anything you could change going back, would you change anything, or would you play it out exactly the way it went? Um, I would like to have started a little bit younger. I think, and, and to be honest, if I'd, if I'd have lived my life, you know, as I should have done from a, from a younger age, I'd have probably played a bit higher. But you, know, you get dealt the hand you dealt, and you've got to make the, make the best of it, haven't you? For the best sports coverage in the West, visit sevensport.co.uk.